0: It's story time at Disc Radio. What
1: <laughs> <tries> for? And there's a story coming from us to you.
0: <laughs> Hello there, and welcome to Same Same with Different on Season 2 of Disc Radio. We are the Dutch International Storytelling Center, and my name is Connor. And I'm Sahibi. Today we have a story from Francine. Francine is one of DISC's own, one of our directors, and a great member of the team. She is a storyteller, lifelong based in Schaffeningen, just on the edge of the Hague and bordering the sea. It was so great to have her as part of this with all of those life's memories of being next to the ocean. And that's where she starts this beautiful version of our story. Without further ado, we we'll present you Francine's Golden Beams.
1: So when I was young, I lived in a, in a fisherman's village of Schevening, where I still live, in a, in a house not far from the lighthouse. And the house was not big and my bedroom was quite small, but to me, it seems huge. It was a library with books everywhere, which I used to read in the corner of my room. It was also a museum because he had a collection of shells I found on the beach and I would put them on my windowsill, rearranging them every now and then and touching them and stroking them. My bed was a castle or a ship. And at night, when I went to bed and snuggled up under my woolen blanket and my crispy cotton sheets, I could see the light of the lighthouse of Scheveningen stream in and out of my room, through the curtains. And I used to count the seconds between those beams. Flash. One, two, flash. One, two, three, four, Flash. One, two, flash. One, two, three, four. And then I always felt safe, knowing that that giant torch was watching over me. And my ship. And all the ships that were out there at sea. Now, very far from the lighthouse of Scheveningen, in another time and space, there is another lighthouse. She stands on a high cliff, and for ages she has sent her golden beams over the big blue ocean. Flash. One, two, three. Flash. One, two, three, four. But now she has stopped. She has stopped sending those golden beams. No flashes. Just seconds ticking away. But she doesn't have a function anymore because the sea had all dried up. No ships in need of her light, no ships searching for the safe coast and the safe harbor. So she keeps silent and dark. Next to the lighthouse, there is an A little house, a wooden house, and in that house lives an old man. His face used to be tan from the sun when he was out at sea, just sailing or fishing. But now he was sad and pale, because he had seen the sea dry up, little by little, every day a little bit more, and it hurts him so much. Because he loves the sea. And when the lighthouse died, he had tried over and over again to switch the light on, but he couldn't manage. And now he misses the flashes, the golden beams that lulled him to sleep. He misses the sound of the waves, the salty air and the cries of seagulls, because they had left too. He tries to keep the memories of the sea alive by listening to a conch shell he found on the beach a long, long time ago, and which he keeps in a closet. And when he puts the conch shell to his ear, he closes his eyes and listens to the sound of the waves. He tries to keep the memories alive by rocking in his rocking chair as if he is still in the boat. He sings old shanty songs, sometimes very softly, almost whisper, sometimes loudly, as if he could bring back the sea with his songs. And so he tries to hold on to something that was. He wrote his memories of the sea in a journal. Oh, those memories. As a young boy he had been at the beach so often, collecting shells that he took home and put on the windowsill, rearranging them every now and then, touching them, stroking them. He remembered playing in the sand, building castles and ships. He remembers how once he was playing with the waves, jumping over them like children do. And then a big wave came. And he was swept off his feet, he went underwater. And at first there was the panic and the fear. But after a few seconds, the panic and the fear changed into a strange feeling of peace and quiet. Because there he was, floating and turning. Like a baby in the womb of its mother. And he managed to get back to the beach in a safe lighthouse. Oh, those memories. Now, one day, he stands on the cliff next to the lighthouse and he sees something move at the edge of the cliff. First, some Hairs waving in the wind, then a forehead and a pair of eyes, and finally a child appears, who has climbed up the rope ladder that he made from plastics and old ropes of the bottom of the sea. Hi, said the boy. Well, hello, says the old man. Where do you come from? I can't say. What do you mean you can't say? Oh, I just can't say. I don't know. I can't remember. Maybe I just came from the dried up sea. But what I do know is that I'm hungry and thirsty. So they go to the old man's house where they eat something and drink something. And the the boy looks around the room and he says, this house looks sad. And the lighthouse looks sad, but this book, this book, there here on the table, this book looks happy, what's in it? Well, says the old man, this is my journal. In this book, I keep all the memories of the sea I have. The taste of salty air, no, the smell of the salty air, the taste of my lips, the cry of the seagulls, the sound of the waves. Oh. can I read it, says the boy. Maybe later, says the old man. Let's make the lighthouse happy again, says the child. Let's paint her in the colors of the sea. You do remember the colors of the sea, don't you? Of course, the old man says. At first he is a bit hesitant. But he gives in because he likes the vibrant and bubbly feeling the boy brings. So they paint the lighthouse in the colors of the sea: dark blue, light blue, grey, white. And indeed, the lighthouse looks much happier now. And in the in the coming in the coming days, they do all kinds of fun stuff together. They play. They sing the old shanty songs. They climb down the rope ladder to find treasures on the dry bottom of the sea. And one day, the boy, while moping about the room, he finds the conch shell that the man keeps in his closet. Give it to me, says the man in an angry voice. Why? Well, Give it to me, because if you take the conch shell and you drop the conch shell, then it will break into a thousand pieces and then the sound of the waves will be gone forever. So the boy puts the conch shell back in the closet. But a few days later, when the man was not at home, the boy goes to the closet, takes out the conch shell and he examines it, he strokes it. He touches it, and he sees that at the pointy edge end of the conch shell there is a hole, like the hole of a trumpet. And he takes the conch shell and puts it to his mouth and blows. And while he is blowing, all of a sudden a thick flurry of smoke escapes from the shell, filling the room. He's frightened. He he, he, he drops the conch shell, which falls into a thousand pieces, but still the smoke is flowing, finding its way through the open window, finding its way to the lighthouse, finding its way down the cliff to the beach, where it forms a thick, black, waving blanket. Ah, The boy goes outside. Where is the man? So he looks for him. He calls him. Well, old man, where are you? But there is no answer. And the old man does not return. As evening falls and the sky is black as the sky can be, the boy goes to bed, but he can't sleep. He can't sleep because he's too worried. He's too worried about the man. He's worried about... The com cell that is a thousand pieces now and all of a sudden a light lits up the dark room he is in. Flash one, two, three, flash one, two, three, four. The lighthouse has come back to life again. And her golden beams. Lull the boy into a dreamless, deep sleep. The next morning, he is woken up by the sound of waves, by the cries of seagulls. There are dozens of them in the sky. So he gets up, dresses himself, and climbs down the rope ladder. And there, on the beach, he finds the old man. Lying on his back, lifeless, but with a a smile on his salty lips. The boy knows what to do. He drags the body of the old man towards the sea and gives it back to the waves. He sees how the body is floating and turning like a baby in the womb. And then he goes back to the house. He sits down in the rocking chair and takes the journal. He turns over a new leaf and starts to write the first chapter of his story.
0: If you enjoyed this one and haven't heard the other stories, we encourage you to check out the rest of season two. This season, Same Same But Different, was produced by Connor McMullen, with writing and editing support from Sahiti Sarva. And the music is by Ashutosh.
1: Please tune in next time for more stories.